to help support this podcast and get exclusive bonus content and rewards, make a monthly pledge at patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. outside. Set me up. Ruin my life. I'll give you a hint, Jimbo. KK. Kristen Kringle. I saved enough for burgers. You thought they tasted the same. Welcome to Legends of Gotham, where we talk about Fox's hit series Gotham, set in the world of Batman. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Amory D. Simone. And we're back after we're a back. brief hiatus. Very brief. And a very... So brief, if you blinked, you missed it. And and a very spirited conversation on Batman v Superman, All which we do spirits. have a lot of your thoughts on uh, coming up in the feedback section. Very true. Uh, but I uh, yeah, him Emery, how you doing? How how you? How are you doing tonight? <laughs> I, I think I might be better than you at the moment. Oh, I'm fine. You're good. I'm fine. I'm just fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Ah, better have the cherries. You know who else is fine? <laughs> Our chat room over at live.universebox.com <laughs> where you can come that? join us live while we record the episode every Tuesday night, 8.30 p.m. EST. Again, that's at live.universebox.com. We have, uh, let's see, who do we have over there? We, we have, have Andy, Andy and Jimbo and Penguin Girl and TKD Kid. And uh, Wind. I, I'm guessing that means the night dark. Uh, oh, penguin, and penguin snapped. Penguin Man, snapped. they're just like popping in. Yeah, I we like have, it. We have a whole crew tonight. Uh, welcome, guys. Uh, but, well, I guess, you know, they're here for one reason, one reason only, Anne-Marie. They are. They want us to talk about Gotham. What? This fantastic episode Gotham? of Gotham that just happened. Uh, no, spoilers. We loved it. Yeah. Spoilers. We um, liked but, it. But, uh, Anne-Marie, why don't you go ahead and get us started with the rhyming, riddling episode summary. Which succulent roast is most overcooked? The source of the meat has been overlooked. Can Jimmy Gordon reclaim his good name? He's solving a riddle and playing Ed's game. Does Bruce like burgers? When he has cash. Will Cat allow him to cast off their stash? Who is the spinner of these heinous falsehoods? To find out, Jim travels into the woods. Into the woods. Into the woods. Into the woods. Into the woods to Kringle's grave and home before Barnes. Oh! Boom! Did it. Anne-Marie, what'd you think? I loved it! You loved it? Finally, Penguin is back! Mm-hmm. That's really that the penguin is back. The Riddler has emerged and been sequestered, but he's emerged. Like I'm yeah, so excited. You could, you could say the wrath of the villains is emerging almost. <gasps> the wrath of the villains. Yeah, it, it's showing itself. Hmm. A very good episode, though. Overall, very, very, very good episode. Um, very uh, eventful episode. Yay. Lots of stuff to talk about. Uh, but I just, uh, I, I guess to start off with, yes, we should talk about uh, the, the Penguin's uh, cooking lesson, you know. Oh, yeah. You know, he, he has a cooking show now. He has a cooking YouTube channel <laughs> where he, he, he cooks bastards. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I, I titled my first point Titus Vandalicus, which if you didn't know... Um, I, this is a reference, and I believe the scene mm-hmm. in, in the show was a reference to this too, uh, to the Shakespearean tragedy Titus Andronicus. Yeah. Uh, now, if you don't know the story, um, a lot of stuff happens. Uh, oh, but, stuff happens? 
Yeah. Who to funk it? Yeah, but a lot of stuff happens. But the basic, uh, the most shocking thing, the most memorable thing for me, and also uh, the basis of one of my favorite South Park episodes, uh, Scott Tennerman Must Die, I believe it's called. I'm sorry, there should never be a favorite South Park episode. But uh, uh, basically what happens is uh, this woman uh, who, whose name is Tamara, she's the queen of the goth goths um she she tries to trick uh the title character titus andronicus uh by convincing him to hold a feast for the emperor so he can get uh his revenge sensing foul play titus bakes her two sons into a meat pie and feeds them to her before killing her he he lets her know though obviously obviously so yeah obviously a lot of really big uh parallels <laughs> between yeah. that and this uh there's right. a whole vengeance thing and everything i but you know i really really what was your reaction amory when you found out that you know the the roast uh, was more of a, a vandal roast than a you know bison or something. Like I that. I was actually mad that I didn't figure it out before he said it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> though I, I definitely should have on the second watch. I was like, I should have got it from that. I should have <laughs> figured that out. Um, no, I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was the perfect way for the penguin to reemerge as the penguin. Yes. And that definitely. just, it was beautiful. Couple was beautiful. things over from the chat room. Penguin Girl says, uh, no, I giggled when he did. Uh, that's probably wrong, but I don't care. Nice. And uh, Jimbo says he's glad the penguin snapped out of it. And Wynn says Oswald followed his mom's in his mom's footsteps, cooking for the Van Dolls. But he did it better. Smiley face. Uh, yeah, and Penguin Girl fo- follows up with uh, feeding the kids to their mom was maniacal and awesome. Yes. Very much agreed, Penguin Girl. You could tell she kind of knew mm-hmm. before he told her to. Like she was getting suspicious. When she was getting very suspicious, mostly when, I believe something about his, his whore mom's succotash or whatever it yeah, was. Yeah, slut mom's goulash. Whatever. <laughs> Pretty close. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, that was it. That was all I got. No, but I, I thought it was really interesting because, you know, they really kind of kind of uh, baked their own buns here in this case. Because, uh, you know, uh, Penguin would have been happy to be their servant mm-hmm. in per- perpetuity, forever. Uh, but they they just kept pushing him and they you know did. like throwing Literally stuff at, throwing him and at him kind of stomping on him trying I, I think they were trying to force him into quitting or you know just walking out so they they could uh they were keeping him close mm-hmm. so he would walk away on his own so he didn't ask too many questions yeah but you know and another really stupid thing is why why did grace and you know the other vandals why did they keep the the decanter with the poison yes! around like with just a little splash of poison that wasn't even like a little splash like that was a good amount and i thought it was really strange because last episode um grace you know really gestures to like spill it Mm -hmm. so that it's gone but then she keeps it and there was still like a significant amount left i don't understand i i mean obviously i'm glad they kept it around because otherwise you know penguin wouldn't have might not have broken free that quickly i mean i I, he he would have only been able to take so much anyway yeah but uh, you, you know, by the way, Rip Dog. Oh, uh, the poor puppy. That's that made me sad. But you know, she she's saying that uh, Grace says uh, when Penguin's serving her children to her <laughs> uh, that uh, you know she notices something different about Penguin. I I know it's the attitude, but was he wearing one of his dad's suits? No, he was wearing the one that his dad was making for him. Aha! Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I knew it was something like that. It was that. the one that his dad was making for him, Wh- which was very nice. Very it was nice. Beautiful. It was a power suit. 
I, I do kind of wonder, though, is he going to inherit the Vandal Empire now? Or it, it basically, is he going to become like a squatter in this house since there's no one there to take it from him or call him on it? I mean, no one's going to call him on it, but he doesn't he automatically through that inherit the Empire? Mm-hmm. But is he going to take over running it? I mean, he's not going to. Like, live. I would assume, it, it, I guess it, it just uh, depends on, uh, you, you know, if... Uh, if someone steps in to like manage the estate or something and because uh, i mean vandal written in anything yeah he never got the information over to his lawyer that he had this son and everything right. so i i mean there could be like a big protracted like law suit battle thing but i don't think that'll make for good television or no. good gotham well, and you know? it won't happen in gotham like penguin will take care of that mm-hmm. um no i think um just like grace was scared because of the blood link yeah like all he has to go is i'm i'm his child like mm-hmm. that automatically there's no one else to inherit it very he'll true. get it very true so all he has to do is dig up his dad and you know what i think if it came down to it he would with his bare hands definitely definitely uh now over in the chat room uh, there's a lot of speculation uh someone brought up the question i wonder if gotham will get canceled I, i'm pretty sure well you know season three is already a guarantee a right. lock and they've also, I've also heard some of the creators say that if they get to season three, they're most likely getting to season four and five. So I don't think Gotham is in. I don't think Gotham's going anywhere. Yeah, I don't think there's any chance of cancellation anytime in the near future. Nope. Uh, so, so, yay, Gotham. <laughs> yay, Gotham. Okay, Amory, you wanted to touch a little bit on the Penguin too, right? I did, I did. Okay, so the return of the Penguin. I just enjoy the progression through this episode. In the beginning, he's so grief-stricken and willing to do anything for them, even becoming the manservant, and he's, but he is still behaving from Hugo's treatments, mm-hmm. no matter what they do to him, like getting rid of the lilies. Like, that. That was a that's a pressure point, and he willingly did it. Mm-hmm. In the middle of the episode, you can see him sort of wanting to shift, <laughs> mm-hmm. giving a slanty eye and through a cackle. Ha ha, that was fun now. Like when the kids are throwing the food at him, but he's trying, he's trying. You can see him trying to stick to the treatment and training, but ah, he's doing a lot of, ah. <laughs> then I just love that last third. It's like, welcome back, Pangy Pants, because yes. it was, the, it was the discovery of the poison. It was realizing that his dad didn't just die. He was murdered. Mm-hmm. And probably also the fact that that was meant for him. Like he had to realize that because she points out that he wasn't, that his father wasn't supposed to drink alcohol. Yeah. So there's that. And I just love that the second he realizes that he's been wrong so purposefully mm-hmm. the switch and then bop, 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 everything yeah. goes down he, he like i i the only thing i disliked about the reveal i mean i love the reveal that you find out as grace finds out that you know what penguin did mm-hmm. i just i wish we had gotten to see the scene where he took them out yeah like that would have been nice mm-hmm. that would have been very nice Okay, did you have anything else to talk about with Penguin? No, I put my notes in before you and yours were better than mine. <laughs> okay, so continue. Okay. Okay. No, but it really good, really dark. Like, I, I'm, I'm so glad, too, that uh, I, I, I'm so glad that they managed to, uh, you know, bringing Penguin back, they managed to make him do something that was just way more shocking than anything we've ever seen the penguin do and that was his return to form you know that's that's the return to form he deserved to constantly you know one up just like that disturbing disturbing situation so (laughs) very good stuff very good stuff okay next up next topic of discussion about gotham gotham uh we're all here the riddler rises the riddler 
We finally, I mean, we've got to see Ed kind of, you know, take baby steps into his villainous side right. over the course of several, uh, several, you know, episodes, not seasons, uh, but a couple seasons, but several episodes. But we finally get to see him standing fully revealed, mm-hmm. uh, you know, here in this episode. Uh, you know, and like I predicted a few weeks back, Ed's hubris was mm-hmm. his downfall. Yep. The fact that. Uh, you know, he he was so confident in himself and so confident that Jim was on to him mm-hmm. is what eventually exposed him. He totally yep. gave himself away with Jim and revealed Completely. it once the secret was out. Through riddles. Or, yes, Through yes. Riddles. And, he, yeah, and he reveled in it is what I meant to say is that once once that information was out there and he knew Jim knew what his deal was, mm-hmm. he was just so happy about it. And he he was just... So happy to kind of slip into that role and yes. everything. And he was happy not to have to put on the act anymore. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. He didn't have to pretend to be good at Enigma. He could just lean on into psycho Enigma. Mm-hmm. So. Definitely. And uh, TKD Kid says Enigma finally evolved. Uh, yes, he did. He took yep. another step in his evolution, <laughs> at least. You, you know, yep. something else I really loved about it is that uh, once Jim knew Ed was a bit nutty, mm-hmm. like once he got the sense of that, yeah. everything else fell into place for him. Kringle, the friend with penguin yep. everything like yeah he he completely in the scene in the the wayne kitchen right he completely puts it all together as it happened and it, it, yeah. it he just needed that he that one he, he little... did have he didn't have the imagination to believe egg could do that but once that information was given to him and it was a certainty he was able to put it all together mm-hmm. like right away which was just fun really fun to see um now, a, a, a question I was wondering, um, do you think that Penguin would have given Ed up uh, if Jim had gone to him? Like a, the fake story they created uh, basically said that the way they got Ed out to the woods was by saying that, you know, Jim was looking for Penguin mm-hmm. to so he could find out where Kringle was buried. Right. Uh, now, do you think that if Jim had actually found Penguin and went to Penguin, he would have given him up? Not necessarily. But it actually, I think it depends on where in the episode he found him. If he mm-hmm. found him in the first half of the episode, he may have given him up. Mm-hmm. He may have because of the training and all of the stress that Strange had put on Penguin's brain for everything to be happy and flowers. Um, but if it had been that second half, I'm pretty sure Penguin would be coming at him with a knife. Yeah. Like, and uh, having him join the table. Yeah. I, I, I'm of the, the same opinion. I, I doubt that Penguin would have uh, din- done anything to help Jim because Jim left him to rot arkham when he was like pleading with him come on jim help me out here and he was just like no you got to serve your time yeah Uh, and so so i i doubt as we move forward in the season that we're going to see that that kind of a uneasy friendship between penguin and jim continue anymore like i I don't think think there's any way yeah they're going to be firmly on opposite sides right and especially i think we're going to get an even darker penguin which Mm -hmm. i didn't realize was going to be possible Mm -hmm. uh because he was pretty dark to be begin with pre-treatment but i think he's literally the last shred of any hope of redemption yeah i hate using that here but Mm -hmm. goodness or whatever it's gone it's squashed it's it's on the table he he has no reason to be good now and every reason to be bad yeah Uh, over in the chat room win says uh, she found it hilarious how all the policemen hid so effectively behind random trees in the woods yeah and and then penguin snap says harvey used his connection to get the tape uh with the call of the cuckoo on it and bobby agrees yeah bullock was great in this episode he took was fantastic he definitely took one for the team on that one oh he enjoyed it although something i i thought was interesting with that Mm -hmm. uh was that 
Bullock, um, it, it got was confirmed that his girlfriend that he had at the beginning of the season had broken up with them. Wife. Or soon to be wife, fiance, right. I think. Yeah, but I, I don't think we got that confirmed on. No, and I'm yet. pretty sure that's why we got it. It was implied when he went back to the force. Right, it was implied, but mm-hmm. yeah. But you know, just to wrap up on Ed, uh, or my thoughts on Ed anyway. As always, Ed is the perfect combination of Norman Bates and Jerry Lewis. I said this on Twitter last night yeah. too. I, the mirror scene was more disturbing than ever. Uh-huh. And then we get this uh, scene in the, the woods when he gets found out and he does this comedic like pratfall, run away, you know, all lanky and everything. Yeah. I, I, I just well, how love, could he not be lanky? Yeah, I, I just love that juxtaposition, though. Yeah. Uh, you know, I hope Ed has more to do this season. Like, I hope they're not going to just put him in Arkham or whatever. Or I, I forget, was he in Arkham or prison? He's in Arkham. I have yeah. something on that soon. But, uh, but uh, you know, I, I don't know if they'll keep him in arkham this season but i hope not i i I just want to see what he'll do now that he has nothing to hide nothing to lose he's he's as desperate and willing to do great things even evil evilly great things as penguin is so it'll be really interesting to see uh well well never mind i'll touch on that in a minute so i'll save my point oh fair enough fair enough okay uh, yeah my next point though however the computer (laughs) yay they touched back on the computer the computer finally back in effect no lucius fox but the computer. no lucius fox isn't he a series regular he is he is he'll He's be back been in what, two episodes maybe yeah. three he'll be back they really need to stop doing that okay so lucius fox fixed this computer ages ago in gotham time like this was fixed what it felt like at least a few weeks before the matches malone thing right mm-hmm. yeah so it's been fixed the whole time that bruce has been living with selena which has to be months upon months upon months mm-hmm. based on the last episode where we got that whole thing with jim you know in jail and the we, we well just... yeah because he fixed the computer at the end of season 2a okay when why bruce he, got abducted by s- gallivan well why was he waiting oh that's right because he came out as like guys guys well maybe he didn't have it all the way fixed maybe he maybe. was just like oh i got a transistor transisting or yeah, something, something like that. i yeah. guess but it just uh, uh jimbo seemed- in the chat by the way says lucius fox will be in next week yay Good to know. i love him he makes <laughs> me happy um when says also uh bruce chooses computer and dark basement over real life hot girl nerd <laughs> complete nerd <laughs> Um, no, I just, it, let's see, why didn't Alfred mention anything about the computer before the matches Malone search? Mm-hmm. Which is very true, but maybe he just didn't want to derail, but. And maybe it wasn't completely functional at that point. Yeah, I guess. Right? And this is the first time he's really seen Bruce since that. Uh, oh, very much so, as is pointed out. Mm-hmm. But I am glad that Bruce chooses Selena's safety over letting her into the cave and the bat life. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a little bit more on that later. So but do I, actually. So. Do you? Yeah. Yay! <laughs> We're so fun. St. Christinus. Something like that. Yes, definitely. But yeah, I'm just, I can't wait to see what's on that computer because that was a pretty hardcore system mm-hmm. for being in a cave. Yeah, but I mean, it, it's a at cave. the same time, very retro. The technology in this episode was killing the me. Tape. The tape. The literal tape. Yeah, the literal reel-to-reel tape. The reel-to-reel tape. And the fact that everybody's just like, I got a thing. <laughs> I'm like, what? It's just... That that was one thing that kind of bothered me, but I mean, I guess with the technological kind of question mark that hangs over the whole series, 
like it, I heard that recording and I was like, oh, I would just throw that into like Audacity or Adobe Audition and just speed it up a little bit. Yeah. Like it sounds like it's uh, sped down maybe like 60% or something. No, it sounded like he had or like was, a, he had a thing from the screen. Well, the pitch was lowered. The pitch yeah. was lowered. And it was The pitch was lowered. It was a little slowed down. Uh, but then again, they, they only have computers with information that leads to the Wayne murder. Yeah. On it. So, uh, okay, we're going to be back to talk more about this fantastic episode of Gotham in just a few minutes. Uh, I don't see anything too prescient from the chat room. We'll get back to you guys. Uh, But first of all, uh, we want to tell you about uh, Patreon. Amory, why don't you tell them? Hi, guys. We have this thing. It's called a Patreon. It's a great way for you guys to make a monthly donation to help support all of our podcasts, Legends of Gotham, Greetings from Storybrooke, and what else? We Oh, We're So Lost. That would make sense because I'm so lost. <laughs> um, as well as a little kickback to Crunchy, Crafty, and Highly Caffeinated, which has been rejuvenated lately. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but it's just a monthly donation starting at $0.10, cents, so really pocket change. And you'll get all sorts of free things, like you'll get all of Bill's books mm-hmm. um, in digital format, depending on what you donate you'll get a handwritten letter we'll sing you a song we'll do a podcast just for you um you'll get all sorts of stuff in advance like our we're so lost episodes Mm -hmm. you'll get the audio version months before it actually comes out on itunes well well, patron hangout yeah we also do a monthly patron hangout where you can hop into google hangout with us and just Mm -hmm. chat with us so we did one last week last uh, monday last monday yes it was a lot of fun and i also uh kind of introduced the concept of my my pilot script yes. infinite tina which by the way if you want a copy to be a beta reader mm-hmm. just email me bill at universebox.com and i'll send that over to you it's a uh, basically quantum leap in the multiverse yep it's good uh, uh, but yeah, uh, those also uh, we don't really mention this too much, but uh, we, we we post those patron hangouts as podcast episodes on the old Universe Box feed. So if you just mm-hmm. want to search iTunes for Universe Box, you'll find it, and uh, it's just a big UB mm-hmm. uh, like you see here on the screen. But we have currently have twenty eight patrons giving us one hundred twenty four dollars a month. Woo-hoo! I was about to say one hundred twenty four thousand, but that's way that off. would but that would be lovely. Yes, Thank but you. no, you, no, Marie, you're wrong. That would be terrible. $124 a month is just fine for 28 patrons. For 28 patrons. Now, if we get 29 patrons, 124000 You got to be That's one of the cool kids. Patreon.com slash Universe Box. We love each and every one of yes. you. And VVLOLs at us singing a song. You must not have been around much, very long because we sing. Yeah. Into the woods. The, into the woods. Into the woods. And out of the woods. <laughs> Sorry. Ballroom blitz. Ballroom blitz, which reminds me, uh, now it is time. Hold on. Wait for it. Hold on. Wait for it. Still waiting. What are we waiting for? What are we waiting for? Look at this Joker. Look at this Joker. This Joker, while you wait for the page to load, the page won't load. Look at this Joker. I should have had this preloaded. (laughs) Look at this Joker. Yes, it's time for look at this Joker, where we look at all the hints, previews, clips, references, anything uh, about love letters to the Joker in Gotham. And we've been doing this since season one, episode one, uh, Mm -hmm. with that comedian dude. uh, Whatever became of him, who knows? Here's the guy we thought was the Wayne murderer. I guess not, huh? Uh, You know, and we keep on going down the list and keep on going keep and on there's checking. so many episodes at this point so Yay! many potential jokers including jerome uh but uh we do have one little joker reference this week and that is bruce 
on the roof. Make it rain. Making it rain. Make uh, throwing it rain. out the money. Hubba, hubba, honey, hubba, money, money, money. Who do you trust? Uh, <laughs> young Bruce Wayne throwing money off the roof uh, puts me in mind of the Clown Prince of Crime's gesture in the climactic parade scene in 1989's film, Batman. Oh, that's uh, the one we did with Jared Joseph. Exactly. Exactly. We uh, reviewed with Jared Joseph from the 100. Yes. Uh, but, you know, Jack Nicholson's uh, Joker is throwing money out into the crowd uh, to distract them while he kind of uh, gets, lets the Joker gas fly. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it's a great scene. This put me in mind of it. Uh, we have a link to it on the Look at This Joker page at legendsofgotham.com. Just click on Look at This Joker right at the top if you want to see this scene. It's a great scene. It's a great scene. Super great scene. But we do have another Joker-related thing to talk about. We do. And I'm not going to lie. This one excites me way more than Bruce throwing money off the roof. You don't like money? I mean, I like money. He can toss some money at me. (laughs) But I don't think David is tossing money at me. Yes, but if you guys didn't know, this week, the new Suicide Squaler. Squaler? The The Suicide suicide Squaler. Uh, The Suicide Squad trailer (laughs) dropped. And uh, it features the Joker and Harley Quinn. Yes. Uh, The the one thing that's really interesting about this to me is that it mentions that, you know, what if Superman was to, like, rip the roof off the White House? Yep. And we need someone to stop him, which is great because I love that they're referencing the events of Man of Steel and Batman v Superman. And I also love that they're referencing that uh, the government will take tragedies and use them to build legislation and do really foolish yes. things with it. But, you know, it's a lot of the same kind of stuff we've seen before. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there, there's a lot more of the Joker in this one. Mm-hmm. And more mm-hmm. importantly, maybe to this podcast, a lot more of the Batman. Batman. A lot more of Harley Quinn's skin. Yeah, I was going to say, you looked right up and there was half-naked Harley Quinn. Yeah, it happens. It happens. It does happen. Yeah, a lot more Batman in this than I saw. Again, it does seem kind of almost like it's all from the same scene. Like the same sequence, which uh, we have seen behind the scenes pictures. Yes, of the the bat scene. Yeah, uh, but you know what? Even I think even getting Batfleck in one or two scenes mm-hmm. is worth it. Yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised at all if the because uh, you know the rumor is that there's reshoots and uh, the the director, yeah, uh, David Ayer. I came out on Twitter and said that those reshoots are mainly mainly for action sequences. So I wouldn't be surprised if they might not be putting some Batfleck into oh. the tail end of this movie. You know what? That would actually mm. that would make sense because but, you know they filmed all of this before Batman mm-hmm. v Superman came out, and he had there was such a warm reception for Batfleck. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and, and there's a lot more of Jared Leto's Joker again. I, yes. A lot more fun scenes with him. Like, there's one where his his face is, like, half burned uh-huh. and everything that I just love. And, again, and we mentioned this in our big uh, special about the the, mm-hmm. the DC Universe, Cinematic Universe special that CW did. Yep. But I just love that it looks like they have nods to many, many eras of the Joker yes. in this. Uh, from Alex Ross's to kind of uh, the more uh, Grant Morrison, sort of David Bowie-esque Joker. Yes. And it just looks so good and so funny and so awesome. I love the bar scene the at bar the scene, end, too. I do. I also thoroughly enjoy that no matter what movie Will Smith is in, his character is Will Smith. Yeah, He's like, y'all, definitely. y'all, dude, definitely. dude, we good? We good, right? Yeah. Welcome to Earth. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to Earth. This is the Ooh. Suicide Squad. <laughs> I uh, know, but it all looks really, really yes. good. Uh, and any reaction from the chat room on this? Um, it's looking positive. People are they're excited yeah. about it. Uh, VV says uh, Suicide Squad is looking good. I think the critics will like this one. TKD said, "I'm glad Batman is in the movie somewhat." 
And uh, I guess they're talking about the Assault on Arkham uh, Suicide Squad animated movie they did, Mm -hmm. which a lot of people are saying that it looks like uh, some of this stuff is going to be the same. Or it's going to have like a similar feel to it, some similar story beats. Maybe that's something that would be good for us to look at over the summer. Wait, you're going to make me read a comic book? No, it's a movie. Oh, okay. An animated movie. Yeah, and they're also talking about – we should mention that the killing joke, uh, Mm -hmm. the animated killing joke they released some footage for a couple weeks ago too. Looks great. Uh, You know, I think we'll definitely be addressing that one on the show over the summer too. I think it's coming out over the summer. I don't know. I don't know. All I know is August 5th is when Suicide Squad comes out. Yeah, and that's all you really care about. That's all I care about. Nice. Okay, so uh, let's go ahead and get back into our Gotham discussion here. Gotham what? Gotham what? Gotham! Look at this joker! Okay. Wow, that was pretty. Thank you. Uh, back to Gotham. I, I okay. We get presented at the end of this episode with what might be, if you know nothing about the comics, Jim's last case. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, he he Barnes is trying to. Well, first of all, Barnes kind of just breezes over everything that he thought it was happening with Galavan and Jim once he finds out that Ed framed Jim. Like, mm-hmm. I, I thought he gave up a little too easily. Uh, on that mm-hmm. C- considering he had suspicions before ed said anything yep but anyway uh at the end of the episode barnes is trying to get jim to come back on the force and he's like you know i'll come back for one last case and that's basically to solve the wayne murders it, and uh you know you know it not really because so, we we're assuming that matches malone is the guy who pulled the trigger right but he wants to find out the guy behind the guy mm-hmm. you know he wants to find out who hired who paid him for it yeah now, now, I hope him and Bruce come together on this investigation because they're yeah. both – in that ending montage, it's very obvious they're both working towards, working the, towards same the same yeah. goal. But based on something I want to talk about a little bit later, I don't think Bruce is going to work with them. Yeah. Uh, we'll get back to that later. There's a lot of that tonight. Definitely. A lot of coming soon. But I, I thought there was a nice bit of synchronicity to uh, having Jim's police career end on the same case it began with. Uh, now, of course, we know Jim has a bright future at, on the GPs, GCPD GCPD. ahead of him. But maybe, you know, maybe for season three, maybe Jim will just be a vigilante. Ooh. That could be fun. You know, may, what if Jim Gordon becomes a mask vigilante for a season or a half season or a couple episodes even? He gives it a shot. I, I would love that. I would absolutely love that. And it does seem it, it would seem kind of fitting to end this season on him, you know, finding out who paid for the Waynes to die. And then going off the grid and becoming a vigilante of sorts, maybe with Harvey Bullock as his Alfred or something. His be, Alfred? Yeah. Nice. That, it could, kind of like how they operated in this episode. Yeah, a little bit. But, uh, you know, they, that would be a lot of fun. But I, I was wondering, do you think that uh, Loeb has anything to do with the Wayne murder? Because he got a lot of name drops in this episode. He did. Uh, it, it's almost like they're trying to remind us that he's out there and he exists and he doesn't like Jim very much. I don't think he had... Anything to do with the Waynes? Mm-hmm. I don't think he had anything to do with the Waynes. I think he may have had something to do with the prosecution and treatment of Jim Gordon. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he really had anything to do with the Wayne murder. That's fair. That's fair. Like no, I, I just that's, that's I feel all... I just feel like we're gonna see him somewhere. Oh, along he's the coming way. back. Like that's yeah, little dude's coming back. Yeah, over over in the chat room, uh Penguin Snap said, Could it be one of the people on the Court of Owls? I definitely think mm-hmm. Court of Owls will probably be involved since they've 
said they're doing it on Gotham. Uh, Bobby says, I didn't take it as Gordon saying uh, on last case. I thought he said he had to find the killers before he could return to the force. That's what I heard, too. Really? Yeah. Like I like I had heard that he, he was like, this was this is what I have to do before I can move on and go get Lee. And I, I kind of heard it as no. he was moving on from the force. No, before he would come back to the force, he had to solve this case. Well, well, that's a, wouldn't it be easier to solve the case on the force, though? No, no. Then he has to do other stuff too. Well, well, that's fair. That's fair. Like, I, maybe I misheard. Maybe I misheard. But who knows? I, I, if nothing else, I point still stands. I do like that they're looping back around to it. Yeah, because that's something that we had heard a lot of complaints about from people in season one. Mm-hmm. Was that why is Jim not looking for the Wayne murders? And Bruce even calls him on it in yep. an episode. So I'm, I'm like, glad you're relieved, sir. I'm glad that's becoming the focus again. Yeah, definitely. Well, but, I mean, uh, okay. after how that all went down. You wanted to talk a little bit about uh, Mr. Strange. Mr. Mr. Strange, though. Mr. Doctor Strange. Doctor, no, 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 not no, Doctor Strange. No, not no. Benedict Cumberbatch. No, not Cumberbatch. <laughs> no, Hugo Strange, Hugo played Strange. by B.D. Wong. I always have to make sure I type Hugo Strange so as to not confuse the two. Um, okay, so... How is Hugo Strange letting out all the big name criminals? Mm-hmm. It's not like he's letting out Joe Schmo, the crazy guy down the street. He's letting out the penguin and Stabby Babs. Like mm-hmm. these had like their arrests and everything had so much publicity. Yeah. Like that's the problem. Sorry, my mic is attacking me. Um, that it just seems a little weird that he could just release them because mm-hmm. yes, they're in Arkham for being quote unquote insane, but they're still criminal. If they are now sane, they should be moved to Blackgate. Yeah. And be put in a normal prison or wherever yeah. Barbara would go. Yeah, who gave uh Hugo Strange the authority to just let people exactly. go. Exactly. Let these people go. Let these people go. Although I do definitely think that if uh if Riddler if Ed gets out, mm-hmm. it's gonna be because of Hugo Strange. Oh absolutely. Mm-hmm. Or maybe Ed will let all the crazy people out from downstairs. That could be fun too. Wouldn't it? Yeah, definitely. I hadn't even thought about that. Uh let's see. Heck both Penguin and Babs are scared to be released. That's true, because Babs is like, what if I and he's like, We're all weird here. <laughs> Um, we've seen what happens can happen to the penguin. What will Barbara do to Jim now that she's found him? Which, by the way, how did he, she find him? Yeah, you you kind of had the point too. Where is he living now? Where is he living? He has never in the show had a house. Mm-hmm. He's always lived with a girlfriend or in the locker room at the GCPD. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's a little weird. It's, it's a, a little, little weird. weird. Like, I do you think that she is legitimately uh, sane now? Do you think the coma kind of reset her? No. Or do you think she's playing another uh, another game? Uh, I think it's a game. You think it's a game? Yep. That's fair. But then that... again, I thought Penguin was playing a game and he seemed like he, he was serious. Mm-hmm. So. Hard to say. Hard to say. I'm sure we'll get much more on that next week. So, Absolutely. Uh, you know, I, I do want to talk a little bit about uh, Hugo Strange's uh, motivations. I really like that they, they completely nailed the character here because yeah. he isn't a character who cares about his reputation, I, as is stated in the episode. He just wants to try out a, what he calls interesting things. Yes! He's, he's all about experimentation. He, he's not a villain with a defined master plan. He, j- he just likes to experiment, to play, mm-hmm. and uh, to see what he can, he can make happen in the world. And obviously, it's going to blow up really soon in the most spectacular way possible. Yes. Definitely. Um, let's see here. Let me um, check your mic here. Yeah. Like, it's doing that, but it's not really picking me up. This happened last... Here, I'll get it. You, keep, you talk. I'll, I'll go ahead and check the mic. I'm talking. 
to no, do. No, I mean just talk talk about the episode. Oh, talking about the episode. Oh, okay. I can do that too. So um, what Wynn said in the chat room, that sounds better. I can hear myself now. Um, she said, wasn't apartment 90 Gertrude's because the name, the number sounds familiar. That's interesting. That's like, very interesting. I'm not sure. I'm not I, sure. Yeah, I don't know because it seemed very, very small. Mm-hmm. It seemed actually to remind me a little bit more of a certain female who's gone off the show. Miss, uh, Renee Montoya's apartment is what it reminded me of. That'd be weird if Jim was living in Montoya's apartment. Absolutely. You know, weird. when he said he was going to go. Uh, call for some friends though or find a friend to help him with the tape I totally thought he was going to Montoya and Allen that would have been an excellent way to bring it back definitely definitely but sadly it was not to be yeah okay yeah uh, (laughs) let's see uh, Vivi uh, in the chat room uh, says uh, does anyone think they uh, have toned down some of the violence this second half of the season this show seems to have lost some of its goriness they they fed a woman her children and then um, <laughs> stabbed her repeatedly and left her sitting there with the blood gushing out of her ear. I think we're still good. At a little dinner party. It, dinner it, it was good. It was good. I enjoyed it. Yep. Um, yeah, I don't think they've really toned down on the violence at all. Maybe they spread it out a little bit more. But yeah, I, I I'm sure was... someone's going to get an eye poked out somewhere. Always oh, the eyes. Always the eyes. <laughs> ah! Okay. Okay, you want to talk a little bit about uh, Catgirl, right? Yes. Okay, Selena's reaction to Bruce telling her that he was staying was completely unwarranted, except that she obviously loves him. Mm -hmm. So when he suggested that he comes to live with her, she was against it. She was completely not all about it. She didn't want him to come, but she let him because she has a soft spot for Bruce. Um, Then when he says that he's staying and he's not going back, he didn't cast her out. He didn't shun her or insult her in any way. And unbeknownst to her, this was really a sign of how much he cared for her her response is you're bruce wayne and i'm street trash no that was unnecessary and childish yeah that was a that little was completely unnecessary. little over the top I, I, yeah. I i actually wrote down in my notes i think that was more what she's been asking the question she's been asking herself in her head mm. than anything that bruce ever indicated to her yeah. like she she i'm sure she she's been just kind of like why is this rich kid hanging out with me i'm like right. you know i'm street trash trash i've always been street trash yeah, you know, it's probably more says more about her self esteem than it does about Bruce Wayne's manner. Demeanor, yeah, well, and it's funny. Um, I don't know how we didn't really put this anywhere. He's enjoying the heck out of himself. Oh yeah, the yeah. smiles that he had going on that whole first scene, like it was like a little kid just like running around on the playground. Mm-hmm. I kind of enjoyed that. It was nice to see somebody happy. Yeah, definitely. Nobody's happy. Yeah, I, 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 I really, really enjoyed that that whole first sequence uh, in, in yeah. him throwing the money and everything because he doesn't care about money. He's Bruce Wayne. I'm Bruce Wayne! You know, uh, going along with that, I really... uh, First of all, there was a big revelation in this episode where uh, that I was not expecting in that Alfred really liked Selina. Like, he, he... the reason he's been pushing her out of Bruce's life isn't because he disliked her or didn't trust her. It's because he wanted to protect her. He didn't want her involved in the craziness that they're opening up slowly but surely in pursuit of the Wayne murders. Then why did he slap her? Uh, I think I think the slap was slap just her around the world, just for fun. You know, because well, it's fun to slap kids. It's duh, fun. duh, slap the kids. <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely. But uh, you know, but I, I think he was trying to push her away in in a way he knew how uh, kind, kind of thing. But I, I think in, in the long run, his constant motivation with pushing Selena out of Bruce's life was more to protect her from the, you know, big ball of crazy they were, they're opening up. Uh, you know, in this also, 
uh, when he uh, Alfred talks to Bruce about this, it kind of seems like the birth of the justification that Bruce uses uh, to keep anybody from getting too close to him. Uh, you know, it isn't about being dishonest. It's not about living a lie. It's about protecting people from the insanity he's, he embraces as the Batman. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just think uh, this and the failure with matches will ultimately keep them from bringing Jim in on their investigation, uh, potentially putting them at odds as the se- season concludes. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I feel like uh, their unwillingness to let anybody else into this... Their little world. Yeah, their little world is going to end up, you know, putting them directly opposed to Jim Gordon right. as as we close out the season. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm thinking, thinking anyway. What do you think? Um, I sort of agree. Bobby points out that Alfred said, regardless of my personal feelings towards the girl, mm-hmm. because he doesn't like her, but he does admit that Celine has been an extremely loyal and good friend for him. Yeah. So, which is why he wants to protect her. Also, she's a child, just like Bruce is a child, teenager, but still child compared to the rest of them. So I think, I don't think he actually cares about her. He just cares about not having another kid in his charge. Very true. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want to raise a little girl too. I, they they don't have enough money for uh for oh, hot showers wait. in Wayne Manor. Oh, wait, they, they do. do. No, it, but it's going to be interesting to see how that progresses now that uh, Alfred and Bruce have agreed to kind of isolate themselves too in, yeah. in this investigation. Well, they already had, but then after the emotions of the match's suicide, mm-hmm. that Bruce had to pull himself out of it for a bit, but now he's back. Like, he never really stopped that. Yeah. Like, he just secluded himself with a different person. Fair, Fair enough. Okay, so you had some quick bits, bits to some, close us out? I did, I did. Okay, so I love that we get a Harvey Dent callback. Mm-hmm. that he is the one who told Jim that IA records their calls. Yeah. So that's a fun tidbit. Also, hey, we're going to get Harvey Dent back anytime soon, guys. <laughs> um, the- I thought that that was kind of a risky thing that Internal Affairs records all the calls that they get. Like, because isn't that like any anonymous tips they would get? That would put the person doing the tipping at serious risk because, like Jim does in this episode, they could go and find him. Yes, because you could apparently just sneak in a window at the police department. Mm -hmm. Not all (laughs) scary guys. Uh, Bullockisms. Eat my socks tighter than a duck's ass and IA sugar plug. (laughs) Thank you, Bullock. Thank you for all of those lovely quips. Yes, definitely. Stabby Babs. I love the fact that when um, Hugo Strange asks her, what do you think, you know, caused these healthy changes? I think I just really needed some sleep. (laughs) You know what? Understatement of the year. I think everyone on TV just needs some sleep and me i would be such a nicer person if i had some sleep like that um last i believe but certainly not least jim promising to call lee if barnes gives him the wayne files that's a little cold mm-hmm. like he's really not concerned with calling lee and then when he does call he doesn't even talk with she i also thought it was weird that that was what barnes was asking for <laughs> like i'll give you these files if you call your girlfriend and make up like yeah. uh barnes didn't really seem you know, uh, to be to be that kind of or to really care that much for that sort of thing. Yeah. But okay, I guess but I think he liked Lee. Yeah, he did like. He Lee. liked Lee. Lee, 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 Lee. Okay, so now it's time for our arbitrary scale where we rate the episode on a scale that's complete, completely, completely arbitrary. Arbitrary. Uh, for this week, let's see here. I'm going to consult my old brain. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, Anne Marie. Out of 60 minutes with Harvey Bullock, how many minutes with Harvey Bullock do you give this episode? I'll give it 52 and a quarter. 52 and a quarter, why? Uh, 
Um, no, I just, I think it was good. I think it, um, 54, 54. Let's up it to 54. No, um, I love that we got Penguin back. We got the, uh, the reveal of the Riddler, basically. Um, I love that Jim cleared his name. It just seemed like a very convenient episode for everything to happen mm-hmm. all at once. Yeah. Um, and maybe I'm just really excited for next week based on previews. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Every week gets better. Every, and you guys in the chat room can feel free to weigh in with your arbitrary scales too. As yes, for me, please. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it 58 because I thought it was really, really strong. Mm-hmm. Um, really the only thing I felt, I felt was tacked on was the, the, the Barbara stuff, like, uh, the stabby bab stuff. But it just feels so arbitrary. Cause I mean, we know that Jim's never really going to get back together with her. But do we? I, I, I mean, I guess I could see, see, uh, you know, potentially happening. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, so I, I just have to take, uh, two minutes with Harvey Bullock off for, uh, for stabby babs. Okay. But otherwise it was a fantastic episode. Babs, and I also, I also I hope it's not the last we've seen of Ed being a major major player Mm-mm. in the series this season. Like I want I him to so. continue to be a major presence for the rest of the season. I don't think so. Jimbo in the chat room is not playing along properly. He gives yeah. it 19 out of 20. Cuckoo you can't plus. make up your own you scale, Jimbo. That own. doesn't count. No. Uh, TKD kid gives it a 59 uh, minutes with Harvey Bullock. It kept me on the edge of my seat uh, all 60 minutes. Uh, good. So good. very good, very right. good. And we'll continue to check in on those as we. Get, oh wait, wait. Oh, what? we have a couple what? more no, here. Baby's giving another. No, VV. Yeah, VV, you can't use your own scale. Sorry. Sorry, we're not even going to acknowledge that. Uh, and Bobby says, sorry, Harvey, it was a great episode, but I'll have to leave uh, four minutes early. 56 <laughs> minutes. Nice. Nice. But, uh, you know, really 60 minutes with Harvey Bullock, it's it's uh, <gasps> it's a pretty intense time nice. anyway. So, okay, I guess we'll, we'll still check in back with you guys. But now on to the news. News. Uh, first up, the ratings. Uh, Fox's Gotham fell off a tenth uh, to a 1.2 out of 4. Yeah. So, so you know, it's down a little bit, but, but it's been off a week, too. You know, excitement dies down. People forget <laughs> about it. Uh, and uh, plus, uh, I think the penultimate episode of Supergirl was on oh. last week, too. So for people who kind of t- tuned into that show after We're the Flash crossover. Yeah, but uh, tuned into that show after the the uh, Flash crossover. Uh, maybe they decided to go over there instead since Supergirl's going to be over soon anyway. Maybe. And catch up with Gotham on DVR. You know, that happened. Uh, Wynn in the uh, chat room gives it 50 minutes with Harvey Bullock. Very good, but not as good as some recent ones. And then Jimbo gives it 58 uh, minutes with Harvey Bullock out of 60. Since we made him stick to our scale. Excellent. Okay, now <laughs> now they... Uh, I, I don't think we're actually going to talk about this the... This isn't the one that you think it is. This is the actual promo, not that um, freaky thing. Oh, yeah, the, the, uh, yeah, this is the actual promo. Yeah, something, uh, that if you didn't see it, um, Gotham, uh, released like this weird sort of like, uh, an infomercial y kind of commercial or commercial for a, a facility called, mm-hmm. uh, what was Pinewood? It? Pinewood. Mm-hmm. And next week's episode is also called, called Pinewood. And this is the trailer for that week's episode. We have, uh, Jim pulling a gun on, gun on Babs, uh, her trying to get back in his good graces. The lady returns. I'm so excited. Missy for the from lady. Doctor. Doctor Who. Yay! Uh, it looks like uh, Jim and uh, Bruce and Alfred are having coffee at that diner. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, fighting, then fighting. some fighting. Uh, g- <gasps> Galavan! Galavan returns. Dun, 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 yeah, Mr. Freeze. Yes. All sorts of. The yes. villains get even more wrathy next week <laughs> on Gotham. 
And over in the chat room, uh, VV gives it 50 minutes with Harvey Bullock. Nice. Uh, excellent to know. Excellent to know. Okay, so let's see here. Uh, one other thing I wanted to point out. And this this uh, showed up on Cinema Blend uh, just a couple minutes after we ended the episode last week. I oh, think. Oh, it figures. But Paul Rubens played a really funny practical joke on the set of Gotham, and uh, I won't open up the story, but we'll have links to the story in the show notes, legendsofgotham.com. But I, and this is all a quote from Rubens. Uh, he says, I'll tell you, when we were shooting that scene being the death scene of his character, Elijah Van Dahl, I decided I wasn't going to die. The first take of the scene, I just decided I'm not dying. So I drank a sip and I drank a few more sips, then down the whole glass and poured another one and said, this is delicious. I just went on and on and I looked up trying not to laugh. I told Robin, uh, Robin Lord Taylor, what I was doing uh, so he knew. And the script supervisor and the director were looking at each other in the pages. I, I don't think they got it. They didn't get that I was joking around. I didn't get the laugh that I thought I would. Uh, they were just confused and didn't know what I was doing. That's hilarious. I like it because it, it's very kind of kind of kind of dry, dry humor. Uh, but I, I definitely think that uh, y- you know it, it'll be fun to see uh, that maybe on like the the DVDs, DVD, like deleted DVD scenes extras, or something yes. like that. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Okay, so, oh, and this yes. news broke just before we started the episode. Moments before starting the episode. Moments. Now, this has been the rumor. For a while. For for a while. Uh, and the webpage is not available. Oh, I, I see why. Yes, it is. Hold on. Did I there copy something wrong? No, I just uh, pasted it wrong. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah, but, uh, you know, it's been the rumor for a while. Uh, ben Affleck has been talking about it, and yet still, oh, hold on, I think I see. Yeah, it, but uh, Ben Affleck has been talking about it for a while, but Warner Brothers officially announced today... Oh, and the, the article's gone. Really? Yeah, I wonder if it... I'm lo- that, I'm looking. What's that right up the top that had a bat flick on it? Yeah, here we go. Uh, ben Affleck is confirmed to direct and star in the solo Batman film. Uh, Warner Brothers has announced it. I don't know. Did they have a date in here? No. Yeah, so they haven't announced a date yet, but uh, it's definitely going to happen sometime between Justice League Part 1 and Part 2. And uh, guys, uh, you know, please, uh, in the chat room, just leave well enough alone. I, they, there's a bit of a, some bickering going on in there. I hate to see it. Because, uh, you know, we, we run a friendly chat room, you know? Yes, please. Definitely. Okay, so uh, now it's time for some listener feedback. Uh, and as always, when you get done watching the episode, what you need to do, you know, the phone is all the way over on that other roof. You need to run. Run, 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 run. You need to jump no. before the guy behind you catches you. And when you get to the other side, go to legend, email us legendsofgotham at gmail.com. Uh, tweet us at Legends of Gotham. The Facebook is facebook.com slash Legends of Gotham. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. And as usual, uh, we're going to start off with Bobby. Take it away, Bobby. Hey guys, it's Bobby. Hey. So this week continues another in a long line of good, if not great, episodes for Gotham. Uh, this season has just been hit after hit. I've loved just about every minute of it, with few exceptions, such as uh, Jerome and or lack of thereof and whatnot. But uh, we'll just leave that be for now. This episode was great. Uh, uh, so much so I can't really even pick out too many like great things. I loved I loved Bullock in this episode. I loved I loved me some Bullock, and mm-hmm. there was plenty of him in this episode. But um, beyond that, uh, okay, the whole Nigma slash Riddler thing, uh, you know, birth of the Riddler. I th- I think they're they handled that beautifully. 
Um, and I can't wait to see what the next step of that is once he actually leaves Arkham or gets out of Arkham or whatever happens. Uh, oh my God. And what they did with Penguin. <laughs> I'm glad they didn't draw that out. Um, <laughs> that was just beautiful. Uh, I didn't see it coming, but it was great. Uh, and then it feels like they've tied, they're tying up a few different arcs that's been going mm-hmm. on with this episode. So, uh, so like, it feels like they've tied up or are tying up the Bruce and Selena, uh, Adventure. or Selena training Bruce on the streets, uh, arc. They're tying up the, uh, Von Dahl family and they're, uh, they're tying up fugitive Jim Gordon so that it feels like they're finally getting ready to bring us into full throttle Indian Hill. And I can't wait mm-hmm. for it. The previews look great. Um, <laughs> Like I said, this was just a really great episode, but it's just par for the course with this show so far. Um, so on a scale of 3,567 uh, <laughs> pieces of flying stolen cash, I will give it 3,543. <laughs> um, you know, of, of course, there's room to grow. Uh, but this was just a great episode that did a good job of tying up some loose ends and bringing us into what's looking to be a great story arc with uh, Stabby Babs and Indian Hill. Thank you very much, Bobby. And uh, it, it also brought in some people into your kitchen, it sounds like. Yes, it's like everybody came in to say hello. But uh, thank you very much, Bobby. And next up, we have Joel from Portland. Take it away, Joel. Hey, Bill and Emery. Hey! Joel from Portland. Uh, that was a fantastic episode. All the storylines mm-hmm. got complete. I found myself writing down notes wondering, is uh, Penguin ever going to get back at uh, Grace for calling his mom a slut of a mother? And uh, <laughs> is this a line in the sand if Ed gets caught or if Jim goes back to the forest? Does that mean that Ed is going to go to jail? And they solved all those problems all in one. Mm-hmm. And yes, uh, Cinderella, or not Cinderella, but Oswald did get his revenge, <laughs> and then there's a dish best served. I'm overcooked. curious about the Cinderella. Pangarelli, Pangarelli. Pangarelli, Pangarelli. Um, I was always wondering when he was going to break away from uh, Strange's programming, and I'm glad to see that he's back. Uh, let's see what else. Oh, I like that. Um, this is a Robin Hood Bruce. Now he's robbing from the mob and giving it to people in alleyways. I like so, that. Cool. I love that. Um, oh, I thought it was weird that the GCPD is just going to let Jim come back to work. They're just going to completely too. ignore the yeah. fact that he broke out of prison and that warden's not going to come after him. That doesn't really make any sense. And he punched a cop. He did yeah. punch a cop. But, uh, it's, uh, also nice to see Alfred stick his neck out for Selena. Uh, now that um, she is just kind of like a tool and maybe he's realizing that but she was the real victim in this episode that and the Doberman who ate the poison but anyways <laughs> interested to hear you guys talk until next time I am your IA sugar mama <laughs> nice thank you very much Joel Okay, uh, we have some letters to wrap up here with. The first one is from Mark, and Mark says, Hi, uh, while I love Gotham, this was my first time listening to your show, and that was mainly to hear uh, Derby Kid talk about uh, Batman v Superman. This is concerning our Batman v Superman special. Mm -hmm. Uh, Rest assured, after listening, I quickly grew to love your podcast. Yay! Without getting into a detailed discussion of the movie, I did hear two things on your show that I wanted to address. First, to go to the very end of the show, 
Superman did bleed. <gasps> Batman scratched his face with the spear just before the Save Martha scene. Uh, he kept the scar until he healed from the nuclear explosion. Uh, second, if you think that Wonder Woman in, is in any way an anti-hero, you have been badly misserved. Diana's character might be the worst thing in the, uh, in the DCAU, uh, or the worst thing the DCAU got wrong when they limited her to being a warrior. I suggest looking at the post-crisis uh, George Perez reboot comics, or even the first season of the Linda Carter series, if you can overlook the lame plots and concentrate on the heart of the character. Don't worry, Bill likes lame plots. Well, I was going to say, uh, <laughs> it's funny that he mentions both of those, because in a uh, DC uh, movie special that we did with Derby Kid, Rebecca yep. Johnson, a couple months back, I, I brought up this argument against Wonder Woman that I have, that mm-hmm. she's often portrayed as an anti-hero. But I admitted in the conversation that there were two versions of the character I liked. And it was these two. One being the post-crisis George Perez run on the character, and the second being the Linda Carter series. Not just the first season, but the entire thing. The fact that you've seen all that is pretty impressive. Yeah, I, I used to watch it on FX. Freak! But uh, let's see. Uh, she's a lot more than an anti-hero, and I think Gail... Uh, Gail and uh, Gall and Patty Jenkins have a good handle on her. Having said that, I really enjoyed your show. I am very glad to hear some positivity around the movie, and I might keep listening in the future. Well, we hope Best you regards, do. Mark. Uh, yeah, hopefully you, you heard us hopefully read your letter. Hopefully you're hearing us read your letter. Definitely, uh-huh. definitely, definitely, definitely. Someone else uh, wanted to talk to us a little bit about the uh, the old Batman v yes. Superman this, special, right? This was a comment over on YouTube. The one gallon, mm-hmm. but not gallon, if you know what I mean? <laughs> um, my gosh, it's nice to hear people who agree with me on this movie so apparently they liked it because we're like the only people on the internet who seem to like it <laughs> nice okay and this last letter is uh from sorry and this is in reference to our episode title yes. uh from a couple weeks ago asexual penguin actually yes. uh, it says hello i just recently discovered your podcast like three episodes ago but i've been enjoying it so far however a specific discussion in the latest one made me a little frustrated I'm asexual, so when I saw the title Asexual Penguin on my po- podcast player, I got a little hesitant since there uh, there's so much information out there, and I didn't know how you guys would approach this. While in general I wasn't upset by it, I'm actually really happy to see speculation about Oswald being uh, ace oh, – yeah, I guess that's short for asexual mm-hmm. – outside of Tumblr. Uh, there were a couple of stereotypes that bugged me. The first was how you automatically went down the sexual abuse route. Uh, while some asexuals have been uh, sexually abused and cite that abuse as uh, part of their asexual identity, most of us haven't, including me. You know, I, I will say to that that we weren't really uh, saying, okay, he's asexual, mm-hmm. so there must have been abuse. We were going with the theory or, you know, the there's a lot of strong evidence that he was abused yeah. uh, in the show. And we were saying, well, maybe maybe that's part of the whole thing. Right. You know, maybe if he is asexual, maybe that's part of it. We weren't saying he's asexual, so he must have been abused. Uh, j- just to be clear, just to be clear. Uh, asexuality is simply uh, is simply not experiencing sexual attraction. Life experiences may or may not affect that, but that's an individual thing. Uh, the assumption that you must have been abused to uh, be asexual is very frustrating for a lot of aces. Uh, While whether or not Oswald has been abused in the past is a discussion in and of itself, I'm uncomfortable with it being linked with asexuality uh, like that without having without it having been made clear that the two aren't necessarily linked. Fair point. That's fair. Fair point. And yeah, I just wanted to stress that, you know, we weren't making that, no, as, we weren't making that jump. We were just saying, 
oh, that might be part of it, you know. Yeah, if he is, maybe, uh, you know. So I, the other thing was the way that asexuality was discussed. I, I got the impression that you were calling conflating it with a, a, a romanticism. Uh-huh. A romanticism. Uh, the notion of romance popped up quite a bit. Yet the possibility of Oswald being a, a romantic, in addition to being asexual, was never mentioned. Which gave me the impression that the word asexual was being used to mean lack of romantic attraction as well as lack of sexual attraction. When that is not what it means. Asexuality has nothing to do with uh, romantic inclination. Some asexuals are aromantic. Others are not. Uh, just like uh, some aromantics are asexual and others aren't. Uh, the romantic and sexual spectrum are two very separate things for a lot of us. I myself am biromantic as well, well as being asexual. Yeah, and I think we were just saying that maybe, uh, you know, I think we were basically saying that Penguin, we thought that penguin might be asexual and aromantic mm. aromantic however, oh, <laughs> however you yes. say it uh yes. sorry I, I i read it several times but i have never said it so yeah yeah, yeah but anyway, i think that's basically what we were saying that that it, it was probably both that he he is so on his own path that he doesn't have time own, for either well he's never in any way shape or form shown any sort of attraction mm-hmm. towards anyone a mother kind of it, not really a romantic i don't and, and you know we say this a lot I'm joking. My whole, we say this sorry. a lot jokingly, but I, a little bit like there's been a little bit of that feeling with Jim too. But I think that might just be more he looks up to him, he or, or he realizes how much power he could have with Jim on his side. Yeah. Uh, so I I just wanted to point this out. Other than that, I'm happy that this is being discussed, especially since Gotham has quite a few Ace fans, and I actually discovered the asexual spectrum via an Oswald headcanon. I, I was also happy to hear you guys say that it would be okay if Oswald. Oswald is indeed ace. Uh, thanks, thanks, thank you for saying that. I'm looking forward to hearing more episodes. Uh, uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, yeah, and uh, Villa Gomez. Uh, and thank you very much for writing in. Yeah, yeah. We, we don't aim to you know offend anyone in any way, shape, or form. We just oh yeah, and I definitely think I I definitely think they got that here at the end yeah. of the letter. They 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 realized that we were cool, but they just wanted to use it as, as an opportunity to kind of like point out the difference and uh, say you know what. You know, certain asexual people may or may not find offensive, which is totally That's fair. Fine. Totally fair. And yeah, I kind of uh, had a feeling that when I named the episode that yeah. that, that we might get we might get a letter, and we did, and it, it, was, it was a great a, letter. It was a very well written, which is really appreciative that it wasn't attacky. Yeah, That's what I appreciate. And if you want to send us a, gr- a great letter, send first great jump letter. off a, jump off a roof. Hey, then, that's as bad as stealing babies and slapping teenagers. Jump off a roof with a baby. Oh. Land on the other roof. There's a computer over there. Email us, legendsofgotham at gmail.com. Tweet us at Legends of Gotham. Facebook is facebook.com slash Legends of Gotham. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. Uh, now, Anne-Marie, where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter at AMDSimone, or you can check out my newly resurrected blog, CrunchyCrafty.com. And as for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Bill Meeks. You can follow all of the podcasts we do at UniverseBox.com. And as I said, I wrote a TV pilot. I'm looking for some beta readers. If you want to check it out, email me, Bill, at UniverseBox.com, and I'll send you a copy. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I guess that about does it for this week. We want to thank our chat room, who gathers here every Tuesday, 8.30 p.m. EST at Live.UniverseBox.com. Hopefully we'll have a little less uh, good drama in the future in there. There was a little bit of drama tonight. If we sounded a little distracted, that was why. why. That was why. But uh, we want to thank everyone for joining us. We love you guys. 
We will see you all next week in Gotham. Hey, until next, join us next time for more Legends, Legends of, of Gotham. Gotham. I got money for burgers. Bandall burgers. I've started recording. Recording. But I haven't started the stream yet. Not stream. Uh -oh. Should pull my Volta. <laughs> and I'm almost out of Volta. <laughs> you want to go fill it up real quick? Oh, it's 8.30. It's 8.30. Too it's too late for that. late. I have that recorded, by the way.